everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I'm Panda, and I'm here with my co-host, Teresa. How are you doing, Teresa? I'm pretty awesome today, Panda. I'm really excited to start this first episode. How are you? I am doing great. Here at the Fresh Podcast Market, we are here as a real podcast to bring you fake podcasts. Now, Teresa, what is your idea for a fake podcast? All right, get this. So we all, as a group of millennials, collectively, as people, love werewolves. I'm ready for a werewolf romance, like, serial podcast. Like, we have stuff, like, serial stories have worked for so long. We have stuff like Charles Dickens. I've read Hard Times. I know it sucks. But it's exciting for stuff to come out like once a week or once a month or whatever. And I think a really hot and heavy romance about werewolves would be the most supreme podcast that could be out on this market right now. I think that I agree with you, one, as a lover of werewolves, because as we stated, millennials love werewolves. But also, I just think that this is a niche market that hasn't really gotten anybody to cater to it. There isn't a product for people who love both werewolves and podcasts. Agreed. I think especially because there's such a desire for like monster fiction. Like when was the last time you've read some good ass monster fiction? And I'm talking about like, do you remember the first time you read Twilight before you realized how bad Twilight was? And you were like, this is so good. Like that's what I want to feel as a 22 year old listening to a werewolf romance podcast, but it'd be actually good. That's what I want right now. I agree. When would this come out? Would this be like a weekly podcast? Would this be like a bi-weekly podcast? Like, hmm. would it be monthly? Hmm. I feel like weekly is always like the supreme choice, especially for like fans who can never get enough because like a week is enough for them to like dissect everything and then like draw their fan art and whatever and then go on to like the next episode. But also I feel like since I am a dramatic person and I feel like a werewolf romance would be so dramatic that it would have to, it would have to be like once every other week or once a month or something like that. Like it's a part of the tension growing, you know, like it's necessary, I feel like. Now would this center around, like would the werewolf be the main character would the main character be a a human that's trying to romance a werewolf hmm i mean okay Cersei, you got to ask yourself what's better human werewolf romance or werewolf on werewolf romance i mean i think the obvious answer here is werewolf on werewolf romance i think we all know we all know werewolves love werewolves and i i think yeah maybe maybe it should be strictly about werewolves we don't need humans in this would it exist in a fictional world where humans did not exist? Oh, fuck no. There would so be humans for the drama of it. This is high intensity drama. They got to keep their identity hidden. Yeah, this ain't no like werewolf high. <laughs> like we need we need some like snoop. Maybe there's like one snooping human who's like, ah, oh, shit, this person's a werewolf. And everybody's like, no, you fool. They're not a werewolf. But then all the werewolves are like, this is the most obvious one of us all. Can you please see with your own two eyes? So we've got kind of an invader Zim situation going on here. Here. God! No! No! I guess. You know, you're right. Maybe it is an Invader Zim thing, which is... I don't think that that's necessarily bad. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I loved Invader Zim. Shoot, I still love Invader Zim. Like, 
I think a werewolf sim would be so good. But like, would it be so LOL random humor? I don't think so. I think it would be a little more like I was picturing like sophisticated werewolf podcast. Yeah, this is like a sophisticated like I'm gonna have some wine and cheese werewolf podcast. Like you're coming home after a long day of work. You have your shower beer or whatever. And then you sit down and you listen to hot werewolf romance, which what would you name this? if this were to be a thing. I don't know, but I did just have the idea that every episode would come with a wine pairing suggestion. Oh my gosh, that's so good. I love that. Have you ever heard of um, Drops of God? It's a manga about a guy who has to like learn all like these different tastes of wine and stuff like that and when this like was being updated people would actually then go buy the wine that was like what was talked about in the chapter kind of deal and it like totally helped out Japan's wine industry maybe this will help out America's wine industry I hear the millennials are reinvigorating the wine industry so I feel like this goes hand in hand with our attempt to appeal to millennials with werewolves is also to appeal to them with wine. Oh my god, I thought of another idea. Okay, list of things. What have millennials killed? And have millennials really killed it? The hosts of the podcast do an in-depth investigation into whether or not millennials have actually killed something. That'd be so good. Like, I love the one that's like, have millennials killed buffalo, wild wings, and applebees? Well, obviously, yeah, because applebees is disgusting. But like, every time I'm in buffalo, wild wings, which is like way more often than I should be, there's like so many people in there. Like, I risk the fear of running into people I know from high school at Buffalo Wild Wings more than I risk the opportunity of bumping into somebody from high school at, like, a shop right or something like that. So I think that would be a pretty cool podcast. What about you? I think so, too, because I think that as millennials, people allege that we have killed things every day. And some of these things I didn't even know were in decline. Yeah. Like, how could you possibly kill the department store? Like, they're everywhere. They're huge. Nobody's killing department stores. They're just not making as much money, which I guess is considered death for a corporation. I guess so. But, like, dryer sheets? Who even uses dryer sheets is what I want to know. I used to use dryer sheets, but it was only Mm because my mom used dryer sheets. But then Mm -hmm. I ran out of dryer sheets and I just kept doing laundry and I was like hmm I don't really notice a difference here so bye bye dryer sheets the only thing like my mom uses them too now that I think about it but like if you think about it the only time I've ever like because like obviously wow that was poor speaking on my part um the only thing I've ever like seen people use dryer sheets for besides using dryer sheets is like apparently if you rub them on your body it actually like keeps bugs away from you like I feel like there are so many DIY hack groups and hack like Facebook groups that there's easily something dryer sheets could be used for how about the dryer sheet companies just like find some bad DIY Facebooker and just tell them, use my dryer sheets, find something for that. And then suddenly dryer sheets would be picked up again. We're solving problems, millennial issues, m- millennium solving. I don't even know what a good name would be, but it's possible. We could, This could be a thing. I've heard of people using dryer sheets and you take a dryer sheet and you adhere it to the end of a paper towel roll or a toilet paper roll and mm-hmm. you use that as a filter for marijuana smoke. 
So hmm. I feel like the people that make dryer sheets could just go into making filters for marijuana smoke because millennials are bringing marijuana into the legal realm of possibilities and now we need things to keep everything from smelling like weed all the time you're absolutely right why don't maybe if they just rebranded we would that would solve it millennials Millennials aren't killing the industry. You're killing the industry, companies, because you don't know how to evolve like the rest of us. Millennials were a bunch of goddamn little, oh, God, what's something that evolves quickly? I was going to say monkeys, but like, that's bad. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, good one. (laughs) We're a bunch of little motherfucking Pokemon learning how to how to evolve and shit. Companies, you need to do that, too. I got a podcast (laughs) idea and it's called Mm -hmm. You Don't Say and oh. what it is is it is it's an avant-garde art piece type podcast mm-hmm. and you just record an entire awkward conversation held over a breakfast table and you don't mm-hmm. edit out anything you don't edit out the flips of the newspaper you don't edit out the tinkling of utensils on plates and bowls or in cups or the picking up of things and putting them down or asking people to pass the salt it's just the whole thing that like that people that like asmr will go crazy for that shit that's so funny because i was like shit dude what about an asmr podcast where just like each episode is a different thing but i totally like your idea better you know what were you saying it was going to be called you don't say you don't say that's good or like even something called like pass the salt or something like that or breakfast nook or some shit like that i, I think like the name pass the salt a lot actually pass the salt. yeah i think because god knows like breakfast conversations in the morning is like when you're the most saltiest exactly so, the most salty i guess is the proper term but um i think that c- you can definitely get some good conversation you can get some hot gossip and you know even if it was scripted you could probably tell a story through that as well but i also just like to think that it's just like casual everyday life because that would score you some major modern art points and that would like totally get you in the moma or some shit i had not considered the idea of it being scripted but i also like this idea of revealing like a story of like these people living together just over mm-hmm. the course of their breakfast conversations mm-hmm. i think definitely like we have so many like pieces of media where stories are told through just like letters and through emails and texts and instant messages chats and god knows there's so many terrible fan fictions written like that that you can easily have a whole entire podcast dedicated to just like table just like table talk you know table talk table talk it was right table there in front talk. of us there and we go. What if they were werewolves having breakfast? Oh, werewolf breakfast! <laughs> and it's just called werewolf breakfast. Werewolf. <laughs> werewolf breakfast. It could be like after like little Jimmy's first transformation, and it'd be like, Mom! And then there could be one that was like oh my gosh the school dance and oh oh we've come full circle we've done it do you have another idea hmm um i mean i don't think anything can top uh werewolf table talk but i should um, save that one for the end dang you're right edit it (laughs) um we'll fix it in hmm. post 
Oh, perfect. Thank you. I was thinking since earlier today on Twitter, the two of us were talking about being John Malkovich. What if it was a whole entire podcast dedicated to like movies that we forgot existed? Like, I always talk about how like, I feel like The Last Mimsy is one of those movies that like, I think I imagined, but I know I didn't because I've like talked about it so much. Yeah. Like, there's so many like movies and TV shows that I feel like have that vibe. Yeah, definitely. I feel like there I'll just be like scrolling through Netflix looking for something to watch. Mm-hmm. And then I'll see a movie and I'll be like, holy shit, when did that even come out? I forgot that this existed entirely. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like, for instance, I'm a really big um, person into the Academy Awards. And I wrote suddenly the other day, somebody brought up The Lobster to me, which was nominated for Best Original Screenplay, I think, in 2015 or 2016. And I forgot that existed completely. I was like, was that really a thing that happened? Especially because the plot, because it's like, if you don't find love in 45 days, you're going to turn into a random animal. And like, who even like considers to think about that you know and who like even would actively I don't want to say watch it because apparently it was decent enough to be nominated and it was like a really big Sundance hit but like how like I did, did not that really see exist? that movie but I know that Bo Burnham comedian Bo Burnham mm-hmm. said that that was his favorite movie of 2015 and so that's the only reason I know that it exists Mm-hmm. But yeah, That's I didn't. So... Did you? You didn't see that movie, I guess. No, I, I didn't. didn't. I didn't. But yeah, Maybe I also I until it. this very second forgot that it existed. So I guess we're mm-hmm. onto something here. And there's there we go. There's like full total proof that you know it exists and I know it exists, but we both forgot about it until somebody like triggered it in our heads. And I think there could so totally be like a whole entire market about stuff like that. Uh, and, uh, and like, what would we call it though? Hmm. That's a good question. Forgotten film. Forgotten film sounds good. It's got a nice ring to it. The two yeah. F's in a row. I know. I love alliteration. But also I feel like there's a lot of like TV shows too like that. Like for instance, going back to werewolves. Do you remember when Freeform was ABC Family and they had like, basically it was like an, uh, hmm, it was like a Teen Wolf. Before Teen Wolf on MTV was Teen Wolf. There was like another Teen Wolf show on ABC Family. And like, I forget that. I forgot that existed until like something bizarrely in my mind triggered it kind of deal. Like I just vaguely remember like the Halloween special commercial that was like constantly played one year. So like something like like tripped it off to me. And I like don't even remember what it's called. I feel like forgotten. It's forgotten. But like clearly I I couldn't have fabricated this because like I asked my mom about it and she remembered it, but she didn't remember like the name of it or anything like that. So it so this like transcends movies yeah definitely I know that there are especially like when it comes to shows that are aimed towards like kids and teenagers Mm -hmm. like it feels like for some shows there's such a high turnover rate that like you'll have a show that came out for like one season and then just disappears from the public consciousness entirely exactly like for instance I really was into dinosaurs like you know the those like they were sort of puppets sort of like not oh yeah Oh, yeah, I, remember. Yeah. I, I guess this is just werewolves the podcast today because like I always thought that I imagined the episode where the older brother turned into a werewolf until I like in detail googled it and then it's just like there on IMDB and I was like holy shit this episode that I thought didn't really exist actually existed 
Okay, um, I did not yeah. watch very much of this show, despite the fact mm-hmm. that I do remember that it existed. You're telling me there was an episode where a dinosaur turned into a werewolf? Yes! Yes! Oh my gosh, I'm gonna Google it. Let me see if I, I can find dinosaurs. I cannot werewolf. believe that that... I cannot believe. That is insane. Dinosaurs werewolf episode. Uh, let's see. After the baby pulls a stunt that scares Robbie half to death, he decides to tell baby a true terrifying story. He has been bitten by a bloodthirsty creature known as a were-man and will become one when the moon is full. Wait, a were-man? So he turns into a man? I'm not sure, but I'm not. Oh my God. This is so frightening. What if we stumbled upon? What if we stumbled upon YouTube little boy boo? dinosaurs this is this is oh my god oh my god i'm gonna god. get away Here from this frightening idea with yeah another let's idea away. yeah please okay. by all means tell me a podcast where both hosts watch an intro to a tv show that they have not seen and they okay. try to reverse engineer what the show is about based just on the facts given to them in the intro that's good that's good i mean i can tell you like you could honestly show me the gold Golden Girls opening and I couldn't tell you a single thing about Golden Girls so yeah like and I feel like this especially gets kind of crazy if you were to use like anime oh most definitely because anime intros often have nothing to do with the content Mm -hmm. of the show yeah what what would you show me do you have something in mind I mean my first thought is definitely Revolutionary Girl Utena because one that's the show that I do another podcast about and two because the intro basically just all you can get from that intro is eh, they probably kiss yeah I mean I am pretty familiar with the series uh I've never finished it but like I've watched a good portion of it and I have friends who are like really dedicated fans besides you so I think I'd be able to like parse what happens later on in the series but like there are, hmm, what would I show you? Would I show you the Beck opening? Maybe I would show you the Beck opening because all it is is just them like bopping around. And I'd like an excuse like, to listen to that theme song because the theme it's song such is a, a banger. Fun, it is a fun theme song. I love it. They also, the same, did you know it's the same people who did the theme song also did the Kappa Mikey theme? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I yeah. did not. They did, yeah. And listen, I know jack shit about Kappa Mikey, so maybe, maybe. There oh yeah, that's what I would. Opener. That's what I could show you is I could show you the Kappa Mikey opening sequence because I've never seen Kappa Mikey either. Podcast where we just watch Kappa Mikey. That's the worst timeline. Oh God, that's the timeline God abandoned abandoned us in. Ooh. Ooh. One of so my friend replied back and told me a really great idea mm-hmm. for a podcast. Shout out to my pal Indy. They say a review series uh, of the tapes tastes of various boiled shampoos. How how would that work? I, I'm trying not to vomit. Um, <laughs> that sounds like the worst thing I've ever heard. But also, I really like this in concept just because it's so wild. Oh man, like, like would you have to like? Would we would we just review it or would you like have to like guess which shampoo it was? I don't know. Have you ever seen like those music please where people are eating soap to soap by Melanie Martinez? It would be like that. 
but a whole entire podcast. Is That'd that be a terrible. thing? Yeah, I've seen like compilations of it because apparently everybody on Twitter is just like a godless heathen. That is horrifying. Yeah, and like all the videos like end with them just kind of like choking on soap. So I guess it would be the same thing with them to be like asmr because we'd be doing it over a podcast. That is absolutely bananas. <laughs> Yeah. I'm still stuck on this Belly Martinez video thing. Just the fact oh. that this is a thing that exists. People will I'll have do to anything send you on the link. internet. Oh my gosh, you know. I just think that, like, don't you know that, like, putting soap in your mouth is a punishment? Wouldn't you, like, connect the dots that putting soap in your mouth for a, a video would be pointless? And very unpleasant. Yes. And yet here we are. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I have another idea here. And. Yes. It's a review show for Google analytical ads. Ooh. Because here's the thing is that because Google analytical ads are based on your previous viewing habits on the internet, mm -hmm. it could be very revealing about the host that is reviewing the ad in particular. <laughs> unintentionally oh my gosh i feel like so many like dirty secrets would come out that way but then oh, you gosh. also sometimes get the most random google analytical ads that have nothing to do with anything that you've been looking at true oh my gosh one time this is going to reveal so much about me uh one time i was on this bizarre kick where i couldn't stop thinking about birds wearing diapers just like just birds just hanging out just killing just chilling in life because like you don't really train birds not to poop like you potty train like a dog and stuff like that yeah. so it's like there has to be bird diapers and i stupidly googled bird diapers oh my god that led me to so to so many so many ads for just like inappropriate diapers and i don't know if i've ever truly recovered if my my uh google analytics have ever recovered but i just wanted birds with diapers and i i flow too close to the sun that's that's so tragic yeah, I know. Yeah, we're both speechless right now. <laughs> yeah, I just, I was thinking maybe that, like, you might get diapers with birds on them. I, it oh, had not occurred to me that you would get uh, inappropriate yeah. advertisements involving diapers. I know, I know, but I also think it had to do with that I looked up, I think I looked up, um, like, uh, thermal, not like thermal underwear, but like, you know when you go skiing and there's like thermal, like, full body suits? And I think I googled like thermal onesie too within the same week, which then like put two and two together ah, kind of deal. there we so go. So it's, so I think we've like cracked this case but uh yeah what would we call this podcast though that's a good question hmm. can you google that um hmm can you google that could work but i also like the idea of if we call it can you google that then it becomes like a trying to maybe backwards find out what you had to have googled to get to this point where this advertisement is being shown to you Ooh, that'd be like some mystery stuff yeah maybe like um mystery advertisement mystery no. ad mystery ad we snaw um i think can you google that might be better though but it i think is. like also would people be willing to actually go on it though like I feel I'm not like there sure are some brave individuals that would be willing to go on it because you can self-select the ads that you're looking at. So Very if, true. if you want to hide the fact that something is being advertised to you, you don't have to bring it onto the show. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, let's be real. Podcasts are an audio-based media form, so you don't really have to show anything. You don't have to show your face. You don't have to show any ads. You just supply what you want to supply with your sweet, sweet voice. Do you have another idea? Um, let's, let me look. Oh, gosh. Um. Because I have another idea, but I figured, Mm -hmm. you know, we could go back and forth, so I don't want to step on an idea if you've got one. Okay, I have, um, maybe, let's, how about let's do yours, because we're already hitting, um, that half hour mark soon. Yeah. So maybe this will be your last one, and then I can, um, save mine for next week. Okay, now this is a bit of a personal call out, this suggestion that was given to me by a friend of mine, mm-hmm. um, and that is every week you and a person, another person watch Donnie Darko and talk about it, and the show <laughs> ends, and the show ends when I I personally am sick of Donnie Darko. <laughs> I love it because I love Donnie Darko as well and I don't think I can get sick of it either. Exactly. I, when my response to this suggestion was, oh, so a never-ending podcast. Oh my gosh. Would it be the length of Donnie Darko or would it be just like a review, like a fast-paced review kind of deal? I like the idea that you and or the host and the guest it's a, it's a different guest every week and they sit down and they watch the movie together and then they talk about it afterwards. Like they don't record okay. while they're watching, but they do talk about it afterwards. And that way, like the host, every time they watch it, if they noticed something new from one week to the other, they can bring that up. But also the guest can incorporate like their experience with Donnie Darko and like when they Mm. first watched it because I feel like a lot of people watch Donnie Darko when they're in their like adolescence and so you could talk about like how you felt the first time you watched Donnie Darko because it's a weird movie and it inspires weird reactions in people. I love that. I definitely can totally get behind that too because when at the first time I watched Donnie Darko I think I was like maybe a sophomore in high school and then the first time my roommate in college watched it was when we were sophomores in college so a whole group of us watched it and she was like so freaked out she was like oh my god what does this mean blah 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 and we're like it's not that deep but like I loved her reaction to it so I think definitely bringing on people in the show who've never seen it as well as like people who have seen it kind of deal I think that could definitely make something really cool oh yeah you could definitely get some interesting conversations out of a person that is seeing it for the first time and then has to talk about it for the first time immediately afterwards. Mm, I have an idea for a name. Are you ready? Yeah. I doubt your commitment to Donnie Darko. Oh, that's so good. Right? I, I love that whole I doubt your commitment to sparkle motion thing. So oh, I me think too. Me too. That would be so good if it was like totally. And that's like the one of the most iconic lines too besides like the numbers and stuff like that. Like the, oh my gosh. Wow, I haven't seen Donnie Darko in like three years so I'm like forgetting everything but I like you could obviously call it like cellar door but that's lame so I think I doubt your commitment to Donnie Darko might be really cool because then it also shows like how long are you willing to watch Donnie Darko for exactly yeah that oh man that is such a good name thank you one point for me (laughs) and I think with that brilliant name we're going to draw this visit to the fresh podcast market to a close if you'd like to follow me on twitter you can do that at mpandanata where can they follow you on twitter Teresa? 
They can follow me at uh, Vicuñad, which is spelled V-I-C-U-N-A-D. It's basically the animal, the Vicuña, with a D after it. If you want to follow this show on Twitter, you can do that at Fresh Pod Market, where we will be putting out updates about when episodes come out and any related information. Also, if you have any ideas, we would love to hear from you. Yes. Ooh, pause for a brief moment. Um, do we want to have like a hashtag that people can use? We can come up with that later. This is just episode one. So if they want to send in a, a suggestion, they can just send it into the Twitter. That works for me. Awesome. All right. Do we also want to thank your friend for the theme music? Yes, we should do that. If you liked our Excellent. theme music, that was Plants by Bad Lib on SoundCloud. You can find that at soundcloud.com slash hopefully not bad lib. And I guess that's going to do us for this week. Teresa, thank you for joining me in the Fresh Podcast Market. Thank you, Panda, for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market.